in episode 129. So I understand you want to establish care and you want to talk about transitioning. And I said, whoa, like, like <laughs> I was like, what do you, what do you mean? I didn't, uh, I didn't mention that at all. And she's like, oh, and I, I just said, I said, I, I'm sorry, but you just startled me because I didn't, I didn't know you were going to bring that up so fast that my parents said, yeah, if you were, if you were born a girl, we were going to call you Emily. And I was like, I could have been a girl. Like I, I could have had a, <laughs> I could have been a pretty girl with a pretty name. Can we, can we still do that? <laughs> and they're like, no, you're a boy. So you're just going to live with that, I guess. <laughs> I called her and said, Hey, I'm on my way home. And she's like, well, why don't you, why don't you stop by Ikea on the way? And I was like, Oh, do we need something for the house? You want me to look for something? And she's like, no, but it's possible you might need your own apartment soon. And I was like, Oh yeah. Oof. So I was like, what do you mean? And, uh, she's like, let's just talk about it when you get home. So I didn't go to Ikea. I went home and, and, uh, yeah, she said she wanted a divorce. Now that's Steph Fredericks, a 49-year-old cross-dresser and trans individual who comes onto the podcast to tell her story. Now if you loved what Steph had to say, well stay tuned. We've got more Steph Fredericks here on the Cross the Yas podcast in another installment of Carrie Yas Conversations with me, your girl, Giselle Marisol. I'm back after another tiny hiatus, so you ready for more? Yas! Yas, 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 yas. Cross Yes Podcast with Giselle Marisol. Yas! Yas! Yas, 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 yas. Welcome to the Cross Yas Podcast, the podcast that still says yas to everything related to cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender. My name is Giselle Marisol, and I cross-dress on occasion. I consider myself transgender under the transgender umbrella, and I'll be your host and guide into this crazy world, but often confusing world, of cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender. Help support the podcast by going across the yaspodcast.com and click on our Patreon links that, well, we've got bonus stuff for you to enjoy. You can chat with me, Sierra, Steph, and other wonderful members of the Cross the Yas community on our Cross the Yas confidential Discord, which is also available on our website for even more support. And finally, if you enjoyed Steph's story and you have your own personal story that's cross-dressing, sexuality, and or gender-related, but you're freaking out because, well, you don't know if you can tell anyone. Because you're probably thinking to yourself, huh, does anyone really want to hear my story? Well, come on now. Duh. You know me, and you definitely know the answer. The answer is obviously aloud. Frickin' Yes! Hit me up, Giselle at CrossYasPodcast.com. You can DM me on Instagram at CrossYasPodcast.com. Or chat me up on our Discord, Rochi underscore Mochi pound 7325. Looking forward to hearing from you. Hey again, it's Giselle. I'm back on the Cross Yas podcast after a tiny three-week hiatus because, well, a lot has happened in the past couple weeks that has pushed me away from the podcast because, well, yeah, I got married again. Yeah, again. Which I got to celebrate with some wonderful Cross Yas peoples. I had my 33rd birthday last week which was great to celebrate, and well, I've just been busy being around the house, and I even helped cross Yas member Billy, formerly Megan, move stuff here in California. I'll have more with her later, but for this episode, how about we get straight into my Curious convo with Steph. Now, Steph Fredericks is today's wonderful cross Yas guest, who I had the pleasure to talk with, and, well, we went over a lot. She's a cross-dresser who will talk in this episode, about what microdosing means for her with HRT, hormone replacement therapy, what her life is up to this point, and she even talks about her wonderful wife, Gwen, 
who I had the opportunity to interview for another Curious Convo, which will be available next week. So stay tuned for that. But no further ado, here's episode 129 and my Curious Convo with Steph Fredericks. Enjoy! Welcome, uh, Steph, to the Cross Yas podcast. How are you today, girl? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Yay, Yas, Yas. Uh, well, do you want to start by introducing yourself to the podcast and to uh, the Cross Yas world, I guess? <laughs> sure. Um, uh, S- Stephanie Fredericks. Um, obviously, that's my social media name. Um, I was giving a, given a male name at birth, obviously. Um, um, I, I'm a, I don't know how to go from there. I'm a cross-dresser for, I've been a cross-dresser all my life. I usually say, you know, about 30 years probably. Um, um, but just recently I just, uh, realized over the last year and a half that, um, more, I more identify as gender fluid. That's just been evolving. So I'm still, you know, learning every day about it. I live in Arizona with my beautiful wife, Gwen, who's also going to be interviewed after me, I guess. Yes. Hi, Gwen. <laughs> she's in the other room, actually. She's but, hiding. Yeah, she's preparing yeah. herself. Yes. Right. <laughs> so that's a nutshell. What else, I guess? What Ooh, other yes. Well, um, you know, I'm going to ask, like, well, what happened in the past year? What made what happened in the past? Something happened? I don't know. Did anything happen this past year with did something make you stay inside? I don't know. Well, maybe something happened. <laughs> a little something. I, I can't recall what it was, but. Uh, same. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I don't know. I guess, um, with COVID and everything, I, you know, I obviously, or most of us did dress a lot more or hopefully we're able to, I was able to, um, you know, I've been, I can go through my whole timeline in a minute if you want, but I, you know, I've been, sure I've been dressing for a while now. Um, I guess in the last six years, I just been doing it maybe on weekends or if I work a night shift, I'll, I'll do it in the morning and then clean up and go to work, you know, and, and then when COVID happened, I got a lot of days off. So I would dress like all day and it was going to be my goal to like start interacting with the public more like going to, like I've have, I've gone to stores and things like that, but I've never like sat at a restaurant and had a meal or coffee or beer or something like that. No, that was going to be my goal to do that. And then COVID happened. So we couldn't go into any stores so I just would dress and drive around and run some errands or anything or something. And then, um, and then I just started reading a lot more about cross-dressing and genders and things like that. And, uh, and then I just, I just came to realize that it's just, it's more than just dressing up. There's something, something that I've known all my life, but never just, I never like had some deep thought about it really. And, and so I, I finally said, you know, I think there's more to it than it just being a hobby or something. Cause I used to mask it as a hobby if I, you know, told someone. So yeah, then it, it was kind of like, it was a good feeling to say, Oh, I think this is me. Like this is what I've been feeling all these years. And I just didn't know how to define it. So, and you know, it, it, that could also change too. Cause things have changed over the years and I don't know, but Right now, I think that's the best definition. If you have to have a definition that that uh, defines Steph, so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, do you want to talk about um, 
I guess you talked a little about defining you, but uh, do you want to talk about pronouns or uh, how you how you identify other than just cross or like sexual orientation, gender identity, that sort of thing? So I've told a few people, I've, I think I mean, I've told some family, friends. And so when they ask, I, I do have some cool friends that will actually ask, oh, well, what would you like us to call you or what's your pronouns? And um, basically, I just say they're not super important to me. If If I'm at work, obviously, I'm in boy mode. So he, him, if you want to say they, them, that's the catch all. And that'd probably be the best. If I am dressed in front of you, then of course I would prefer she, her. So to me, it's not a, it's not a huge importance, but obviously it it would feel better if, if you, you know, said the pronouns that I'm presenting as, as far as gender, uh, my gender identity, like I said, I, I, I feel, I don't know how to say it. Like I, I feel like I'm in between obviously that, and that I fluctuate, you know, sometimes I I like to feel feminine, sometimes a little bit towards masculine, but never, you know, strong masculinity. I've just, I prefer to stay closer to the femme side in my thoughts and, and what I wear. And, um, I've been just recently experimenting with wearing some gender fluid clothes like I'll wear I'll wear what's considered female pants to work but then a then a male top and then and nobody even notices you know it's just but but to me in my mind I'm I'm like pulling it off kind of you know like oh mm-hmm. I can do this and nobody's gonna say anything but I, I've never considered going to work like fully dressed as Steph because I just don't think my coworkers would be able to handle it so what what makes you think that? Um, I just I work with a lot of males that are like, I don't know, I, I won't I won't get into the political side of it, but just like conservative males, toxic ma- masculinity, still to this day telling stories about or, or making jokes about the LGBTQ community, and you know I'll step in sometimes and and say, hey man, you know and explain some things to them. And sometimes it helps. Sometimes it's, it's not even worth it because they're just being, they're just trying to be hardcore man or something. So I I think if, if I went in that way, it would just make my work life difficult and I'm retiring at the end of the year anyways. And so it's kind of like, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'll surprise them on my very last day. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? Maybe, Maybe. Yeah. So you talk about presenting as feminine. Have you thought about doing it full time then? I mean, you are retiring soon, but um, has that ever crossed your mind transitioning or, you know, socially or, you know, medically transitioning? Well, funny you ask that. So I've never, I've never felt like I needed to fully transition as a woman, but I've always felt like I've wanted to do something more inside and, or medically, I guess. And so I uh, recently wanted to switch my doctor anyways, cause they were pretty far away from my house. And I found this medical center that actually had a department that has experience with trans, the trans community. And so I set up an appointment, they put me on a waiting list and I waited about a month. And then I said, um, I wrote them on the, like a live chat one day and just said, Hey, what do I expect next? And by the way, I'm, I fall under the trans community. And so they, or the spectrum. And so they, they wrote me immediately and said, I can get you an appointment with this person on this day. And so I said, Oh yeah, I'll take it. So I, nice. yeah. So I told Gwen about it and I went 
and I met with the, she was uh, a family nurse practitioner and um, I met with her and, and she said, so I understand you want to establish care and you want to talk about transitioning. And I said, Whoa, like, like <laughs> I was like, what do you, what do you mean? I didn't, uh, I didn't mention that at all. And she's like, Oh, and I, I just said, I said, I, I'm sorry, but you just startled me. Cause I didn't, I didn't know you were going to bring that up so fast. And, and she's like, yeah, we can, we can talk. Why don't you just tell me about yourself? And so I said, again, I, or like I told you, I'm, I've been a crossdresser all my life or so I thought it was just a crossdresser. But as time went on, I just started feeling like there's something more inside me. Like I don't just have the urge to just dress up on certain days. Like I'm always thinking about it and thinking about femininity and things like that. And she said, okay, well, let's uh, get some blood work done and, and then we'll uh, see what your levels are and we'll start a plan for transition. And I was like, what is, it was that easy. Oh, and I'm, I'm sorry. And she brought up, um, because of how I explained myself, she brought up the microdosing thing, which I've mentioned a couple of times to some people here on the discord or on the discord, not here, but, and so I had been reading about it already. And so when she brought it up, I was like, this is surreal. Like, I don't know what the feeling was like the a rush of blood to the head or something. I was like, my mind was just going, I was like, I can't believe this is happening. And so that's when I kind of knew like, this is, this is probably exactly what I've been needing all these years. And I didn't even know it. So mm-hmm. anyway, so I got the blood work. I went back and saw her. I brought Gwen with me because, you know, she wanted to ask some questions too. And, uh, and I started microdosing HRT on July 15th. So yes, yes, yeah. congratulations. Thank you. Almost a month. Almost a month. Yeah. yeah. Almost a month. So yes. um, what, what made you consider microdosing? I know you said you read about it and whatnot. Like what made you go that route? Versus- so when I, when I first came across it and read about it, it was, like I said, I, I've never, I've never really felt like I wanted to transition fully. I don't know why I just didn't feel the need to do that, but I wanted to feel some effects of the HRT that I've heard. And so when I read about microdosing, it was, it was basically like you still get the same effects or you still get some of the effects in lower levels, you know, like you're going to, you get softer skin, your hair growth slows down on your body. Hair growth slows down. There's redistribution of weight. So for a more curvier look, and there could be, depending on how much I take, if I up the dose later on, there could be breast growth. But that's not that's not super important to me at all. So basically, just it was kind of like a <laughs> a transition light almost. Is like you, you get some of the benefits, but I'm not going full full on. And I don't know why that a- appealed to me, but it it just does. I think it's just how I feel. Like I'd, I'd rather just do a little and not a lot. I don't know why. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. I was going to ask, what are you looking for in just the softer skin, the lack of boobs? The- <laughs> yeah. that. Oh, <laughs> and, I, and I didn't mention also that it also has some like emotional aspects to it. I guess it can, hmm. can make you, a, a, what I've read, it can make you a little more empathetic, a little patient, a little more patient about things. Like just kind of like washing away the, washing away the um, masculine, masculine fog almost. I, I actually have a friend that, in Washington state that's fully transitioning and I just recently caught up with her. I didn't even know, but um, 
she said, "What does that mean, fully transition?" Sorry. Oh yeah, no problem. So she's she's on the full doses, full dosage, and then uh, she's looking to medically or do more like surgeries. Like she's she's uh, had electrolysis. Uh, I think she's already had breast augmentation. Um, she was gonna go for the uh, what do you GRS? What's it called now? Yeah, gender reassignment. Oh, gender reassignment surgery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think she's done that yet, but she's been on HRT for over two years now. And she like fully lives as a woman and like changed her name and things like that. So that's what I mean by, by fully. So yeah. Sorry, you were saying, Mm -hmm. yeah, I brought her up because she, um, she stated to me basically when she started taking, um, taking HRT that the, the masculine fog just lifted and she was like Mm. such a nicer person to people around her. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a mean person, but I'm just yeah, saying you are pretty mean. <laughs> you are the meanest person I know on, the, on, the, on our discord. It's I'm like, wor- calm down, Steph. Jeez. I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. That's all I was, that's all I was getting at was the masculine fog term. And I was like, Hmm, that's interesting. Never really thought of that. And, do you, and, and this is a dumb question. Are, do you not like your masculinity or do you just, you don't like toxic masculinity? And you were talking about earlier. Yeah. Or are you just happier as feminine, you know, quote unquote feminine Steph? I I mean so I the way I explain it is is I don't have I don't have dysphoria with my male side but when I but I have euphoria when I'm more like Steph like it's just mm. I don't know I just feel a lot better I don't know what it is but you know when I'm when I'm at work I'm just like hmm I'm just here and I'll do all the you know the the guy banter with my coworkers and stuff like that but then I don't know. I just feel better, especially when I dress up fully. I don't know. It's just, I'm walking around with euphoria, I guess. So. Mm-hmm. And that's only happened in the, you said the past couple of years or just the past year that you've noticed this, or it's just gotten heightened, I guess. It's gotten heightened year, over so. the last year and a half, basically. But I, mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've felt, I've felt euphoric a couple of key moments in my life and Ooh. yeah. So I don't know. I do love euphoric moments. Okay. Well, the the earliest memory I have of that is uh, when I was really young. I I think I was in elementary school age. My parents had a had us sitting around at dinner or something at the table. Our sibling, my siblings, and I. And for some reason, they they brought up a conversation about what what we were going to be called if we were the opposite sex, if we were born the opposite sex. And so, I was like, oh what does that mean? And then, and, uh, my parents were like, and I, I think I'm pretty sure that my parents said, yeah, if you were, if you were born a girl, we were going to call you Emily. And I was like, I could have been a girl. Like I, I could have had a, <laughs> I could have been a pretty girl with a pretty name. Can we, can we still do that? <laughs> and they're like, no, you're a boy. So you're just going to live with that, I guess. So, <laughs> So I was like, ah, oh, all right, <laughs> I guess so. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then another, another, if we're just talking about euphoric moments, another one was um, the first time I fully dressed. You know, I'd been trying on things all my life. I was like, thought it was cool and also thought it was wrong. I and mean, we can get to that later, but I liked it. I knew I was drawn to it. But then it just worked up to like, putting pieces on here and there, then, then just makeup. And then, and then I had like a full set of clothes, you know, like a, a blouse, mini skirt, bra at like 
I finally had a full set of clothes. And then I found, this is when I was about 28. And then I, and I was living in the Southeast, the deep South. So it was kind of hard to acquire things, but Ooh, I, yeah. I finally, mm-hmm. finally bought a wig. And then I, and then one day I was by myself. I think my, this is my first wife, which we can also talk about that if you want, but I don't know. We will. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, she was out of town. She went out of town a, little, a lot just to go to like music festivals and stuff. And so I was like, okay, cool. I can dress while you're gone. You know, I didn't say that out loud, but later on she, no, she knew, but anyway, so there was one time when she was gone and I finally like I put on everything and the makeup and then, and then I put on the wig and I went into the mirror or I went and looked at the mirror and I was like, I gasped. I was like, Oh my God, I look really good. <laughs> like this is, this is so cool. And so that was like one of my other moments of euphoria, I guess. So, and then, and then after that, it was like, okay, I'm not, I'm, I'm not dressing up or I'm not putting on just items anymore. I'm just going to, I'm going to work on just dressing up fully all the time and just master the craft, I guess. Hmm. And how old are you now, Steph? Sorry. No, you're not supposed to ask a lady's age. That's okay. I will. Cause no, I don't, I, I, I don't mind. Um, I'm 40, <laughs> I'm 49. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm a little uh, on the older side. Nah, you're not that old. Relax. <laughs> Calm down. Calm down, Steph. Um, <laughs> so you've been, you've been dressing up for more than half your life then, obviously, right? Yeah. That's probably your teens and stuff. Yeah. Um, have you ever felt, you keep, you keep talking about euphoria, have you ever felt like gender dysphoria and have you dealt with that? I haven't really. That's, I think that's why I've, I've come to this day as being kind of gender fluid because I can go between the two and not, I'm, I'm not upset as a male at all. I'm just like, kind of like I, I don't know. I'm kind of, I get, I'm bored as a male sometimes. Like, I guess it's the best way Me to explain too. it. Yes. You know? Me too. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Cause it's just, you know, just dressing up and being feminine is just a lot more fun, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, um, I only ask that is it's because, um, you know, you talked about looking in the mirror and just feeling euphoric, but mm-hmm. like, you've never felt the idea of like, when you look at yourself and you look at yourself as, you know, male stuff, and you're like, oh, I hate this. You know, you you, you know, it, because you are taking HRT. So I'm always wondering, yeah. well, is there some sort of like dysphoria under there that you're like, well, I need to, I need to present as this more. I don't know. Yeah, there never has been. I'm not saying that um, that might that might not start happening with the HRT. Honestly, right now, since it's only been almost a month, I'm not really feeling much at all, and I'm not supposed to. I don't think for like maybe a month or two. But I mean, I've, I've felt some symptoms of, you know, you know and I, I just wasn't sure if it was just in my head or I was just like expecting something to change. But so far, so far, I, I uh, don't feel that way. I never really have. It's, it's just kind of, okay. I don't know. Like I said, it's just like, I see, I see my male self and I'm, I'm just like, okay, it's, it's me. I prefer the other way, but I'm totally fine like this too. Um, and you've been on you've been on HRT for almost a month. What have you noticed about your body that's changed? Or you did talk about some of the side effects, but I know it's only been a month. But what what have you felt differently or whatnot? So I'm sure everyone's wondering. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the only thing so far, I guess, two things, and they're very slight, but uh, smells are different. Like I uh, I don't know. I was in the I was I opened up my shampoo bottle the other morning, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh, I want to drink this. It smells so good." <laughs> <laughs> please don't i know i won't <laughs> yeah but and then just like 
I don't know, Gwen always cooks really good food, but lately I've been walking in the door after work and I'm like, oh my God, that smells so good. <laughs> like, what, what are you making? <laughs> um, so that, and I don't know, you know, that could just be in my head. I don't know. Like I said, I'm kind of, I'm waiting for some symptoms. So maybe I'm like imagining them. But and the other thing is, is uh, it's kind of funny, but like I've been, I don't know, we'll watch some sad commercial, which I've always hated commercials, but I'll watch some commercial that's, supposed to be sad and i'm actually like almost tearing up at it like oh my gosh i've never been this way before <laughs> like <laughs> and i know that is going to be i was told was going to be one of the symptoms but it's probably it's probably good for me because i've probably you know fought it all my life like i'm not supposed to cry at that what are you talking about you know <laughs> so maybe it will be healthy who knows now with i don't know anything about microdosing and maybe you you're still learning too but like do you want to take more like is it something that you know with microdosing that you're like you know maybe i want a little more of an effect or something is that something that crosses your mind that i don't know that does cross my mind actually um i have wondered about that so it's when i i just went and i just went and had my first revisit after i started them with my nurse practitioner and uh mm-hmm. and so what i asked her i said so what what estrogen level are we looking at or looking for like a goal and she's like, so I don't want you to concentrate on numbers at all. I just want you to, I mean, there's some numbers that I'm going to look for that I don't want you to go over because it could be dangerous or unhealthy. And so I don't want you to care about numbers, but I want you to care about how you feel. And so next month, let's do some more labs. And so that'll be, you know, over, it'll be the full month. Will it be the full month? No, it'll be two months. Sorry. So in September, let's do more labs. I'm going to look at your numbers, but I'm going to ask you how you feel. And if and if uh, you feel like you need more or you like the changes that are happening, you know, we'll we'll either stay where you're at or I'll up the dose a little bit. So that's the plan. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah. Yes, yes. I love I love that you found a trans specific doctor, at least who understands those kinds of things. Because for a lot of people, they might have trouble in mm-hmm. their area finding someone especially since you had to move to find someone you know closer and luckily it was this person who seems awesome yeah i feel very lucky to to a founder and she's even when i talked to her the other day i said you know i told her what happened with the appointment like i was on a waiting list until i said that until i said i was under the trans spectrum and she said oh it must have been right around the time that i asked my boss if i could have more trans patients and i was yeah. like i was like oh cool yeah. so it was perfect timing how the world works sometimes. I know. The stars aligned. Yes. <laughs> that's awesome. Now, you know, you know, I'm going to ask though. Okay. And I'm going to ask uh, Gwen this later. How did that affect your relationship? Having to tell Gwen like, hey, I think I want to start microdosing. And I know she, you, you told us that she had a lot of questions that she asked, but how did it affect you? Because I know, it, you know, it, it affects all sorts of other things, but how did it affect you and your relationship with Gwen? So I don't. I feel like if anything, it got better. Uh, yeah, she's, cool. she's always been very supportive of my dressing. I told her, I gave her hints before we were married. I think I, I think I basically told her that I, or before we got married, that I've done it before. I didn't say I was doing it at the time because I, I, I really wasn't doing it that much at that time period. But, um, done what before? Sorry. Oh, like done dressing, what? like dressing when she wasn't around. So, oh, okay. I mean, I did it a little bit, but I wasn't, I wasn't doing it very often. So I didn't. So that's kind of the only thing I kept from her, I guess. And I, you know, feel bad about that, but I feel good that 
I told her before we got married, you know, cause I, I don't want to, you know, some people can't, and I understand that. And so I'm not saying my method is any better. I just, it's kind of a relief for me that I, that I, maybe that's why she's so supportive is because I had already hinted to her about it and she was still willing to marry me. So, you know, <laughs> she, Aww. she didn't run away, <laughs> but yeah. So I think, so when I, when I told her just recently about the, I, I came home from that first euphoric visit and with the uh, practitioner and said, uh, Hey, she's, I told her, she asked me, you know, to, to tell her about me. I told her everything. She brought up microdosing. I've, I've already been reading about it and it sounds like something perfect for me. And so we just, you know, we just talked about it and, I showed her some literature that I found. Uh, we went on that uh, we went on a two two week RV trip and had a couple conversations about it. And then I said, "Do you want to go to my next appointment?" And she said, "Yeah." And so I, I don't remember. She didn't ask a whole lot of questions. She asked a couple of questions, but the lady was like, "Do you want to start?" And I looked over at Gwen, and she's like, "Yeah, I want you to I want you to be who you are. And if this helps, then do it." So. Might not have been Aww. those exact words, but it was close to it. And so it, it, it made me feel good to get kind of the go ahead that she wasn't, you know, she wasn't too nervous about it. She, I mean, she might've been, but she didn't show it. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but she's good with situations like that. Anyway, she's awesome. Yes. All right. Well, let me relive your past, mm. <laughs> Make, making it a little worse. Okay. Uh, you had an ex-wife. Yes. What happened there? <laughs> 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 so I knew her in high school. We never dated, but I was in the army at the time and I was living in Hawaii and I came back uh, for like a Christmas holiday and uh, to my hometown and I saw her and we started talking and, and spent time together that week that I was home or maybe two weeks. And then I went back to Hawaii and we just kept like a long distance uh, conversation. And then we decided Hey, let's get married. <laughs> you know, I don't know. It was Ooh, it was stupid. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why I did that, or I, I don't even know if it was me really. But we just decided to get married. So I went back to the states. We got married. We moved around a little bit, and then we were we were uh, up in Alaska. And I one day I wasn't. I actually did not dress around that time period either. I was kind of like that's one of my times. I was just trying to make it go away, like. This, you know, I'm not supposed to do this. This is wrong, blah, blah, blah. Everybody goes through that. But anyways, so mm-hmm. we were up there and we're, and I like painted my toenails one day and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm just going to show her, you know, and see what she says. And so, um, I showed her and she was like kind of shocked and then she's w- willing to talk about it. And then I just told her, I said, Hey, sometimes I like to dress up, you know? And so she was supportive for about five minutes. It seems like, yeah. but <laughs> how um, far along in this in, at this point where you know your relationship or your marriage, I guess. Uh, let's see. So it was probably like maybe six, maybe five years. I think four or five years. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and I, I do have to add, it's it wasn't a very strong relationship from the very start. I don't. I mean, mm. so it when I when I get to the latter part, that's it's good to know, but. So she was, you know, she's like, let me, let me be supportive. And then tried to be, and then we, 
then we ended up moving from there down to Washington state. And we were there probably about five months. And she, she said, Hey, why don't you go to Seattle, go up to Seattle? Cause we were living in Olympia and, and go have a weekend and, you know, do your thing, get dressed, do what you want, have fun. And I was like, Oh, I really appreciate that. That's kind of cool. So I did. And, you know, I, I called every once in a while while I was up there for the weekend. And she's like, why are you calling? Just have fun. Just be by yourself, you know? And I was like, oh, okay. So then I was driving home after the weekend and, uh, I called her and said, Hey, I'm on my way home. And she's like, well, why don't you, why don't you stop by Ikea on the way? And I was like, oh, do we need something for the house? You want me to look for something? And she's like, no, but it's possible you might need your own apartment soon. And I was like, oh, yeah. So I was like, what do you mean? And uh, she's like, let's just talk about it when you get home. So I didn't go to Ikea. I went home and, and uh, yeah, she said she wanted a divorce. And so I was like, okay. Well, I mean, it wasn't that fast. It was like, I want you to move out and let's see what happens. But she already Mm -hmm. knew. She knew. Yeah. So uh, to me though, like I was saying, it was, wasn't really a strong marriage anyways. I was Mm -hmm. slightly relieved. You know, I was kind of like, maybe, maybe I've been kind of hoping for something. Like I've been trying to stay in the marriage and, and, you know, deal with it. But I was like, maybe this is a good thing. And it was. So, Hmm. Hmm. yeah. But yeah, she was, uh, I think I've mentioned to you before. She was like your girlfriend from hell with the same name and everything. Jen, right? Yep. Yeah. Fuck that. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I've said that a few times. (laughs) <laughs> oh, jeez! And it's funny because you met her in high school, same fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And then I met her middle school, and then we dated in high school. Wow! And then went through college. So how long were you, how long were you together with your Jen? Um, it was about all together. oh, all together probably seven years, I think. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, all right. lucky. It's pretty. Yeah, good. only seven years. Yeah. Mine was nine and a half. Oh wow, that's fine. Who's counting? Who's counting? <laughs> I am. So, <laughs> um, uh, so then. You met Gwen, which I'll ask her later, but how did that evolve? Because I'm sure, how did you tell her? How did that all come out? That, hey, I dress up. How did you meet her? That that sort of thing. Yeah, so so I got divorced there and moved out, like I said, and then I bought my own house. And then I was I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take a break. Like, I've, I've never really lived alone. I've always had a girlfriend or a wife or whatever. And I think I went about two years maybe, or close to two years. And finally, a friend at work was just like, you know what, man? Why don't you get on eHarmony? I'm like, I don't need a, I don't need a dating website. I've never done that before. What, <laughs> you know, why? And so he's like, just, just fill it out one night when you're bored and see what happens. And so that's how Gwen and I met. So it actually, it actually worked because I found somebody so cool and supportive and who knew, nice. who knew yeah. back then, you know, but mm-hmm. anyway, so, so we met and then she moved in shortly after. And then I got a job down here in Arizona and I was like, do you want to come with me? And she's like, why not? So we, we weren't even married yet. So I was like, Oh, that's cool. And so we came down here. And then as far as telling her, I, it's like I said earlier, I started off with hints. Like I, you know, there was one time we went to happy hour with some coworkers and this girl coworker that, I, that was there had a, brought her boyfriend. And when we were leaving, I told Gwen, we were driving home. I said, you know, the Chris, I think Chris could be a crossdresser because I started, I was noticing some things that only crossdressers would know, I guess, just little hints and clues. And, 
so I was like, I think Chris might be a crossdresser. She's like, Oh, you think so? Okay. And I was like, and so I, you know, she wasn't like, ter- you know, terrified about it or anything like that. So I was just kind of, I just kind of said, you know, I've, I've done that before and it was fun. And she was sit- and then she goes, well, you know, it's, it's fun to be somebody else sometimes. And so I was like, Oh my gosh. She, nice. Yeah. This is, she didn't like freak out or try to try to prove me wrong that it's, you know, or that I shouldn't be doing it or anything like that. And so it's like, mm-hmm. that's cool. And then, um, and then another time, and, the, and these are times that I remember because of the impact on me. So I don't know, like I've, I've mentioned it to her before sometimes and she's like, Oh, I don't really remember that, but, but it was impactful to me and, and right. or more impactful, you know? And so, and then there was a time, which this is another, another story that could get to the X, but bring her back in. Okay. Fuck her. Yes. All right. Here we go. <laughs> so <laughs> she, after we got divorced, like she took everything and even the house that I loved and then sold it and made a big profit, which I could have just stayed there, but she didn't, she wanted the money. Right. So she felt bad. Uh, that's like the only time she's ever felt bad in her life, I think, but she seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. she gave me, she gave me some money to put down on my next house. So I wouldn't have to pay the mortgage insurance. And so later on, what a sweetheart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so then she said, you don't have to pay me back. Cause you helped me with all this stuff and you let me do this and this and all this stuff. Cause I was trying to be friends with her, you know, and make things easier. Ugh. I know Ugh. stupid. No. Yeah. I don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so then, uh, Later on, when she found out that I had a new girlfriend and I was living in Arizona, had a good job, you know, just she, I guess she got jealous. She wrote me an email and, and blackmailed me basically and oh, said, wow. you need to pay me back that money or I'm going to tell everyone and your family. And I drafted an email. I was at a class. I know I was, <laughs> I was at a class at the time and I drafted an email. I sent it to Gwen. I was like, this is what I'm going to say. Can you help me edit it? Cause she's really, really good at writing. So we, um, basically in a real professional way, I said, go fuck yourself. So yeah, I ignored yes, her. Fuck that bitch. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. sure enough, about a month or two later, I get a call from my parents and my dad, my dad says, Hey, uh, we had an incident down where your mom works. What's her name's mom came down and started getting irate with her saying that you owe her, you owe her daughter some money and you're a cross dresser and you're gay. And if, if her husband was still alive, he'd take care of you and all this stuff. And, and so my dad said he called her and, and it's like, don't ever bother my wife again, you know? And, and then I, anyway, so after that call, I, I told Gwen, I was like, here, here's what happened. And she called me or she told my parents that I was a crossdresser. And, and I told my parents, I said, look, I'm not going to get into specifics of what or mine and her sex life was, but I, I'm, assure you I'm not a crossdresser. And, but at the time mm. I, just, yeah, I know, I know I, I should have just mm-hmm. said it, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, that's a whole different story, I guess, but I just didn't want to, I didn't want to bring it we'll up. We'll get into that. Yeah. I didn't want to bring it up at the time, but <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Um, yeah. So then that was another op- opportunity for me to tell Gwen, Hey, like her and I did it a couple times. I did it with her and she wasn't very supportive and, blah, blah, blah. And so, but I haven't done it in a long time and you know, that, Mm. that sort of thing. So that was the other time I hinted to her and then I moved around a lot. So then we moved back up to Washington for a little bit. And I remember having a conversation with her once we got back and just said, before we left Arizona, 
you'd gone on some trips and I tried it again and I like it. And I still, I kind of still want to do it every now and then. And she's like, that's fine. You know, if you want to do that. And she asked some questions and, uh, I just said, I like doing it. You know, it's just fun to do. And she's like, that's fine. And then Mm -hmm. a few months later we were living in a different place we bought. And I, I said, and this is when I started actually taking a lot of pictures. And I said, can I show you some pictures of me dressed? Mm -hmm. And she's like, and it was, I was really, really nervous because who knows, you know, she might like laugh or something. I don't, I didn't think she would, but you never know what's the, what the reaction is going to be. And so I showed her and she's like, you look really good. And I was like, oh, wow, thank you. And so then from then on, I just (laughs) kind of got on social media and just started doing it all the time. You know, (laughs) Instagram star. Yes. You have an Instagram star here. Yes. (laughs) No. (laughs) So that's kind of, kind of the timeline of telling her. Awesome. That is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And she didn't tell you to go to Ikea either. Nope, so, she didn't. You know. <laughs> what a bitch. Thanks. Sorry. I know. It's your, terrible. Your, your ex is a bitch. <laughs> um, that's so cool. And now that she knows, and again, I'll ask her in a little bit here, um, is it, it strengthened your relationship, right? You feel that it strengthened your relationship now that she knows um, I th- and whatnot? I think so. I, I do. I think so. I, um, I mean, I feel like I can... I've, I feel like I don't have to hide, you know, I, I, I didn't hide anything else. I'm not that kind of person, but, but before I told her, I was, I felt like I was hiding it from her and, you know, and I was like, I should stop this. What am I doing? This is not right. And she, she's married to a man and, you know, it's just all those things that we all think about. And I was like, I, I just, so when I told her and she was cool with it, I was like, Oh, what a relief, you know, like, I can do this when I want. Yeah, she thinks I'm hot. Yeah, yeah she I, thinks I'm hot. Perfect. Yeah, I can I can talk to her about clothes. I could see a I could see a girl walking down the street and go, look at that, look at that dress. That's pretty. And you know, it's I just don't have to keep those thoughts in my head anymore. So I think that's really neat. Mm-hmm. Now let me ask you this, Steph. Was it shame that kept you back? Not from just telling her, but even your parents. Like you said, you didn't even come out to your parents. Have you come out to your parents, I, or is it, I, do you still have this shame? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't have. Okay, oh, that's hard. I don't have so much shame anymore because I'm so I, I decided a couple years back that I'm just going to be totally public. If somebody finds me, I don't care. And then, like I said, I've been telling people, but as, as far as my parents, it's kind of weird because we were just looking at that uh, last night, that, that other Ted talk, but mm-hmm. uh, I'll let you discuss that mm-hmm. in a later episode, but, um, yeah. Fap away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, kind of the, kind of the same thing. They're like, they're almost in their eighties. They're from the South. I don't think they're supporters. I shouldn't have said that. I'm not, I don't want to like bringing up that subject, but I don't think they are, but they, you know, they say some things that, and I'm just kind of like, you know what, why do I want to confuse them with this? You know, they're, let me just, I'll, I'll tell everyone else. Um, I don't think, I don't feel the need to, I guess, like I said, confuse them. They, you know, they're, they've, They've said things all my life that are because because of their generation is anti anything LGBTQ. So I just didn't I don't feel the I don't have the energy to even have the conversation with them. It's just kind of like I'm just going to do this and then they never have to know. But if Hmm. I don't know, I know I don't know if that's a good way of thinking or or it's maybe it's just maybe it's just making it easier for me to just to not say anything or maybe I should have a hard conversation. I don't know. It's, I don't, I just, yeah. I don't know. 
<laughs> I think that's what, no, no, that's a, that's a great point. And that's a honest like answer because I think from the uh, Ted talk that will not be named <laughs> uh, when, when, some people don't come out to their parents because of this idea that, oh, they're older, they won't understand. Mm -hmm. It's almost like you don't give your parents or the, the it's almost ageism, right? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, they won't know. They're fucking old. They don't know shit. They can't change their mind. True. It's almost like you're not giving them a chance to know. Not that it, it's wrong not to tell them. I mean, you, you don't have to tell them if you want to. But to just say, oh, they don't know. They, they can't change. It's like, mm -hmm. okay, well, now you're just not giving them any hope. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I know it's hard. It's... Yeah, and 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 are you are you kind of I mean regretting that you didn't tell them at that point? Like what I don't know how long ago that was, maybe five, ten years ago, maybe. But um, it was about ten years ago. You know, like yeah, like is not telling them hurting your I don't know is hurting. Do you feel like it's hurting you and your relationship with your parents? No, I don't. I don't think so. Forty nine year old, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I don't think so at all. Um, they. I think at the, at the time on the, I mean, uh, on the phone call, what I did say, I think could, they could have said, Oh, what the way he said that maybe he has before, but he just didn't outright say it. So I, I think what I said was good enough. I think, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I it was, you know, it was a short, huh. it was a short phone call. They just wanted yeah. to tell what me what said. Sorry. Yeah. What What did you say, or what exactly was said in that phone call? So when they said what her mom said, that you know that I was a cross dresser and gay and all that, and uh, I just said, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you like stories of basically our sex life, but I'm not gonna say that I haven't mm. done some things, and th that, and I just left it at that. Mm. And they didn't ask any questions. They were just like, okay. So, but I, I guess I felt like I didn't want to totally lie and say, well, no, I guess I did. Cause I, you know, <laughs> I <laughs> you said, kinda did. yeah, yeah. Did. Cause I said, I, I sure, I also said, I assure you I'm not a cross dresser. So I did. Yeah. Mm. But mm. I just felt like telling them something was good enough, but not, not like con confirming what her mom said was true, except she did say some lies. Like I wasn't gay or anything. I was just, right. just, dressed in women's clothes sometimes <laughs> yeah 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 i mean I'm, I'm just happy you're out which is good um me too just, you know some people especially that they don't want to tell their parents and i just i don't like re re like enforcing the shame issue mm -hmm. like oh i don't want to tell my parents because they don't know so it's like you can tell them you just don't want to tell them and that's okay mm -hmm. like that that but don't don't make the shame thing like oh they'll never they they just won't understand it's like yeah they might you give them a chance yeah i don't know it's possible. I don't know. I know. I know it's all about protection, right? Like, well, I don't want to, it's, you, people say the same thing. I don't want to tell my parents. I don't want to tell my kids. I want to protect them. Mm -hmm. It's like, who are you protecting them from? Like, if you're, if, I, I, I kind of believe that when people say, oh, I'm protecting my kids from this and protecting my, mm -hmm. you know, significant other from this. It's like, no, you're not. You're lying to yourself or you're lying that you don't want to be outed because there is shame because you don't, mm -hmm. there is this, this idea that, oh, it's shameful. So if I bring this shame onto my family, it'll bring shame to my significant other, my kids. It's like, yeah. how about you just accept yourself? I don't know. I don't, I, I don't, I don't think know. I've ever felt like I'm protecting them at all. It just felt like they don't need to know. I don't know why. <laughs> I know that's it's going to – but I've never really felt that, like I'm protecting them from anything. It's just – Yeah, yeah. Maybe, Perfectly fine. Maybe, protect, maybe protecting them from them not – I mean, maybe, maybe they're going to – 
think that there's something wrong with me. I don't know. Like mm-hmm. just because of the but generation. You just tell them there's nothing wrong with me. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. I am Steph. I'm taking HRT. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe next time I'll see him, I'll do my little trick. When I come out to some friends, I'll just, I'll just put, like take a picture from my Instagram and hold it up to him. <laughs> hey, you recognize this person? Yeah. <laughs> Yes, exactly. That's how it's like, oh, no, that person's really pretty. Hey, guess what? It's, <laughs> it's me. me. Oh, cool. <laughs> Surprise. <Yeah. laughs> and you might even get like another Gwen answer. Oh, you're really pretty. Maybe. Like, oh, <laughs> but you won't know until you try. That's all. That's, I, true. I, that's all. I just, I would hope one day again that we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the later, but I just hope that one day we're, we'll all be ourselves, right? Absolutely. It seems like you're your true self and whatnot. I'm trying to be. It was, yeah, over the last probably six years now, just like, I don't care. Like who knows? Like if somebody yeah. somebody finds me online, I don't care. That's uh, that keeps me from having to choose who I tell. Almost, yes. <laughs> yes, right. Now let me ask you this: What did it take for you to say "fuck it"? I don't care anymore. What was it? What was the what was the defining moment for you? I don't know. I've tried to think about that. I think it was just. I think it. Well, honestly, it's probably coming out to Gwen and her being so supportive and me. Um, yes doing it more, posting more online. You know, I used to do the whole thing where I'd just keep all my, I'd post, but I'd keep it private or I'd, I'd post Mm -hmm. a public picture Mm -hmm. that, you know, I cropped my face off or something. And then finally one day I'm like, (laughs) why, why the hell am I doing that? Just show yourself off. Mm -hmm. You know, I I wanted to do, I wanted Mm -hmm. to, I wanted to get validation and, you know, I I like the comments that I get sometimes and I, you know, and, it just makes me feel good. So I just, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to keep mm-hmm. posting. Let's do this. Yes. Whatever. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And look at you now with what? 30,000 followers. What are you at? No, <laughs> not at all. It's like <laughs> uh, five, 5,000 something. Yes. Yes. So at least 5,000 people will, you know, if we were talking the numbers game, 5,000 <laughs> people like you enough. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. yeah. But yeah. I used to care about numbers and likes and things like that. And, but really I, I got on there just to, just to, just to hear people say if I'm doing it good or not, you know what I mean? And just, you know, like, Hey, and I've, I've had very, I mean, every once in a while you're going to get a hater. I've had, I've had a couple, but I just ignore them. It's no big deal. There's they're, they're just insecure and probably wish they could do the same thing is the way I take it. But exactly. There was one, uh, there was one comment I got, recently uh, and uh it was terrible but i just kind of laughed at it and deleted it but woke up one morning and had a notice that i got a comment so i looked and this guy says how is it that you can look like a football player and a whore at the same time (laughs) (laughs) and i was like fuck you (laughs) (laughs) that's a great compliment though because then then you were truly being I don't know, like gen, like gender fluid. You're truly playing with gender. Like, wow, you is that a is that a is that a sexy football player or a, a hot slut, right? Except <laughs> I wasn't going for that that time. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> True. True. Good point. Fine. Fair. Fair point. Um, you, I don't know if you want to talk about this, but I was like talking about since we're talking about hot sluts and sexy football players. Um, does this is this at all a thing a fetish for you, or how, was it? I know prior, maybe it was when you know younger, but is it still a fetish? Is it was it ever a fetish or? You know, that sort of thing. I, I think when I was younger, it definitely was because, you know, I, would, I was when I first started out, I was like, I was like, oh, man, this feels so good. Like, this is great. You know, and I'd get aroused by it. And, you know, because basically because I was doing something that I that everybody thought was wrong. And I'm like 
doing it and nobody's seeing and, and I'm getting away with it. And I, I don't know, it's just all those feelings that I can remember. And then eventually over time, it that just kind of went away because I was, I was like, I just like to do it because I like to do it and I like to see it. And it doesn't, it doesn't give me that arousal anymore, you know, you know, like maybe over mm -hmm. the last couple of years, every once in a while, but it's not a common thing at all. But yeah, like you don't, you don't need it in the bedroom sort of thing. Like we had a, uh, what's her name? Uh, was it Daphne who was talking about, yeah, I like dressing up this, that, this, that in the bedroom. Um, that's not your thing anymore. No, no, I, I never really was. It was just, if someone, I mean, actually when you know, I was talking about the ex, we tried that a few times, but, um, cause that's what she thought she would like about it, but it wasn't, mm -hmm. it wasn't really a thing. It didn't work out, you know, just mm. wasn't that exciting for both of us really. But like I said, we had problems before any of that. <laughs> so, right. Oh yeah. yeah. So, Ikea. Um, yeah, I, I yeah, may yeah. never go to the store that, <laughs> and think the same thing. I'll be like, I fucking hate this place. <laughs> fucking made Steph get a divorce. <laughs> 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 um, but uh, have you gone out in public this stuff? Is is it still mainly a inside thing, or have you gone out? Is it like, oh, I'm dressing up, I'm going to go out and be this person now? I have. What was that? What's that change been like? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I've gone out Talk quite a few times. Let's see. I first started out with just obviously just driving around, mm -hmm. and then like maybe going to a empty parking lot and getting out and walking around and being really close to the car in case I have to run back, you know, and that kind of thing. Sure. Everybody's got a similar story, but, and then, um, and then probably, I mean, I was doing that forever. And then probably 2015, I actually walked into a target dressed up Ooh. and I was like, okay. here we go. And so <laughs> I just went in the, the lady at the front, like customer service desk, like, peeked up at me from what she was looking at and then just looked right back down. And I was like, Oh, maybe this is, maybe I'm passing, you know? And so, mm -hmm, so I just, mm -hmm. I went over to the women's department real quick, took a picture in a mirror and then, and then, uh, left, you know? And I was like, that was like such a adrenaline rush, you know? And so mm -hmm. I did that a few more times. I went to a Walmart one time early in the morning and I went and like actually bought some things and went to one of those self-serve registers and, and then, and then, you know, I went, I went to like a department store one time and, you know, every once in a while I'll, I feel like I'm passing, but then I'll get like a young lady or something walk by and she'll just smile at me. So it's like, I I know she knows, but she's just being really cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so that's been, that's been fun. I've never had a bad experience, um, it, but it's always on my mind, you know, what's going to happen. Right. Um, right. So yeah, I, I did. I mean, I've done lots of stores, things like that, just walking through. And then, like I said, uh, before COVID hit, my goal was to like, okay, let's, let's sit down at a restaurant and have a meal or sit down at a bar and have a beer or something. And then I just never did. So I'm going to start working on that again here. So uh, actually when this next wave slows down again, but, but yeah, definitely, I definitely want to integrate it into even actually this yesterday, Gwen's like, Hey, when we're done interviewing, do you want to go, you want to go get something to eat? And I was like, sure. We always do. And she's like, no, I mean like dressed up. I was like, Oh really? Yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, uh, I hear my, I have a message here from someone, um, Billy. I heard you hung out with Billy. Uh, this past. Artist formerly known as Megan. 
Yeah, an artist <laughs> formerly known as vegan. Uh, what was that like? She's already said, can you talk her, tell them how it was meeting me? I'm like, okay, fine, relax, Billy. Uh, <laughs> what was that like? It was awesome. I mean, it was, um, at first I was, you know, I had to work. And so she came early. Gwen was working from home and she met Gwen. And so I was on my way home and I was like, oh, wow, I've never met anyone like, like me. And, you know, we've been talking online, so I've never really met anyone in person online and, and she's like me. And so I was, Mm -hmm, I was like, mm -hmm. uh, but we, we talked enough to know that we were letting a stranger and, but she was, she wasn't a stranger to us because she's not, not at all, you know, but I didn't didn't mean to label, label her as a stranger, but it was kind of, she won't mind. Don't worry. (laughs) But so, so when I walked in, I was, you know, obviously in boy mode, I wished I could have like been dressed up, but. And they were just sitting on the couch talking and it was so calm and peaceful. I just walked in. I was like, Hey, how's it going? <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah, it was cool. So we, we, I got put my work stuff down and we went down to our local outdoor bar and got some drinks and then just talked. And actually while we were sitting there is when she decided, or she was saying, I've been thinking about changing my name because you know, the Megan name has always just been kind of a joke or, or it started mm-hmm. as a joke. Um, mm-hmm. And so we talked about that and we were like, we loved her idea. And so, and I didn't know she was going to change it, but the next morning she did. But yeah, after, after having a few drinks, we took her to like this really cool taco place here. The the chef there has been on top chef. And so we wanted her to have something, something cool. Mm-hmm. To, and mm-hmm. so it, I think she loved it. They have this really spicy serrano pepper margarita and so we got a couple of those and i think maybe another drink and then and then uh we came home and just hung out gwen went to bed early and and i I took the day off the next day so me and billy sat outside just talked for a little while and drank some wine and finally i was i was like man i've been up since 4 30 we've had like two bottles of (laughs) wine like i gotta Uh i have to go to bed (laughs) (laughs) but then we got to hang out with her again in the morning she stayed stayed in the morning for a little while and and so we talked some more and learned more about her she's super super sweet kind human so i hope to see her and you guys again soon yes yes oh i mean uh i heard you also gave her one of your air mattresses i did She's like, because uh, I've been I've been hanging out with her the past couple of days, uh-huh. and she's like, yeah, uh, I met up with Steph and Gwen, and they're like, wait, do you do you need a bed? Yeah, <laughs> we have an air mattress. Yeah, we gave, <laughs> we her, gave her one. And, we gave her a care package, almost. Yes, yes. Uh, I love it. I love the community we're building. I love that. Ah, uh, that's so awesome. I do that, too. Like you got to meet up with her. Yes, I mean it's just it's great. As soon as, as soon as I heard that she was or that she was heading to Texas and when. I instantly wrote her and was like, you need a place to stay? Just let me know. And so it oh, went on like nice. about a month or so. And I was like, and then Gwen was, you know, finally on there talking, also talking to her. And it's like, don't forget, you got a place to stay. And then at first we thought she was going to stop and <laughs> say hi, you know, get lunch or something. But then she's like, yeah. can I stay the night? And we're like, heck yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, oh, I've, I fucking love it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, how much time do I have for you? Cause I, I want to make enough time for both you and Gwen. Do you have a more of the time or can I still have uh, time? Or... No, I'm totally open. We're, you know, whatever. I yes, mean, yes. However, however short or long you want to go, it's perfectly fine. We're not, 
it's kind of raining here in Arizona, which is pretty rare. So it's like, yeah, it's and it's freaking like a, a million degrees in Portland. <laughs> so I don't get what the hell is happening right now. So yeah, we're <laughs> what's happening? we're just kind of cozy inside. You, we don't really have any plans unless we just. Are you back in Washington? Are you sure you're not in Washington? <laughs> no, not at all. It's it's monsoon <laughs> season here, so it's it's uh, it's actually nice. Yeah. It's funny in in Washington, everybody waits for the sun to come out, and in Arizona, everybody waits for it to rain. <laughs> well you're an army brat it seems like you've lived everywhere i have Sheesh. almost <laughs> um you know we talked a little bit about it how, how important is passing to you then because i know you taught you're taking the hrt mm-hmm. for the microdosing because you want some of the thing but um yeah how important is passing as staff for you so it, it used to be it used to be really important it still is a little important because uh, but but the uh the reason has changed i think like now i passing is important because of safety. You know, I don't, Mm, I don't want to like, I don't want to stand out like a sore thumb and some, you know, uh, somebody that's aggressive says, Hey, you're a guy, you're not supposed to be wearing those, you know, just, you know, anything can happen. Mm -hmm. And so to me, it's, Mm -hmm. I want to pass for safety mainly. Um, But what I, what I shoot for now is just kind of blending, blending in really. I've heard other people say that and it's the same with me is, you know, I, I want to look like a woman, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to go walking around in a really short skirt and high heels, especially my age. You know, it's, um, I dress, ah, you'd rock it. Shut oh, up. Thank Shut you. Shut up, Steph. You know, you'd rock it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I just, I, I, if I know I'm going to go out, I'll put on something, you know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll dress up and do some photo shoots is what I call them. And, and then, uh, with some outfits and then I'll put on something just casual and like go into town and like, I don't know, like take the recycling and, you know, just go walk around somewhere. And, and, the, and, mm-hmm. and most people don't, I mean, if they do notice me, I don't, I can't tell they're, they're just being polite or, I don't, or I'm passing. And so either way right. is good to me. Like, I just don't want to, I don't want any kind of confrontation or anything. And so I'm thinking, I think I'm doing a pretty good job of just blending in and people not really caring, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Well, you look great. I mean, we're talking passability. Thank it's you. like, oh, you have passing privilege, as they say. I appreciate um, it. You're killing it. Um, I mean, yeah, more more so on uh, more so in photos though, because it's easy to, you know, fix the lighting or or stand at the right, True. put your face at the right angle or, you know. Well, you have been dressing for more than half your life. I mean, so it's, you've got experience. I mean, I've got practice. practice. Yeah. <laughs> Um, are you like six foot eight? I mean, how how tall? Actually, friggin' Billy, when I met her, I was like, oh my god! <laughs> no, I'm I'm six foot even. <laughs> oh, still, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah, I was telling Billy, I was like, you know, there's volleyball players that are like six eight, so chill out. Yeah, there's girls out there that are you know biological women, uh-huh. like, you know, who are born female, and you're perfectly fine. But and, we yeah, we talk about passing privilege. And every time, so. and every time I see a tall woman, I'm always like, Gwen, look it's a tall woman. She's like either taller than me or my height, you know? And I'm, I'm like, she's passing. you not that she needs to, she's, a, she's yeah. a woman, but it's like, yeah. you know, exactly. maybe, maybe that's what I look like to somebody. They're like, Oh, just a tall woman. I don't know. Yes. You are <laughs> a perfectly gorgeous woman. Relax. Thank you. Relax. Thank you. <laughs> um, you know, I always ask the other cross dressers or trans people, have you ever purged? Have you ever had that I'm going to get rid of all this, the shame thing. I know we talked a little bit about shame, but I have, have you ever yourself? I have. Oh, um, okay. At the beginning I did, you know, cause it was just like, Oh, this is wrong. You know, all those same feelings um, should be doing this. Why, you know, let, if I just get rid of it, I won't do it. You know, things like that. Mm-hmm. I, I won't have the, 
the option to do it. And so I did at the beginning. And then I think the last time I did um, was right after my divorce, I moved into that house. I was dressing a little bit and then, and then I met Gwen. And so I was like, you know what? I want to get rid of this. And so I didn't get, I didn't totally get rid of everything, but I, I sold like a bunch of stuff on eBay. So I don't know if it was a purge because I actually got, you know, made some money off of it, but I sold everything on eBay except for like, I don't like the bigger things or the ones, the things that I liked that I didn't want to have to buy again. So like breast forms or some heels and, you know, maybe one outfit. So basically I just kind of slimmed down and that's kind of my nature anyways, is to slim stuff down that I'm not using very often. Um, Mm -hmm. So that was like the last time I did it. And then after that, I was like, I'm never doing that again. Like this stuff this mm. is expensive and you, you collect it over time. You don't realize, you know, unless you kept a journal or a ledger of it, you don't realize how much money you're actually spending until you think like, Holy shit. I know. Is it, it gets expensive. It does. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. So now I have like a, Steph's got her own full closet and some cabinets full of, Ooh, yes. uh, full of things. And, um, what kind of things, girl? Tell me. We all want to know what's in Steph's closet. Oh, other than the skeletons. <laughs> yeah. Skeletons, well, the cl- the closet uh, closet's just clothes, but and some purses. Like every time Gwen wants to get rid of a purse, I'm like, hey, uh, before you do that, um, <laughs> hey, uh, look at that. Yeah, let me let me take that for a test drive. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, purses. Uh, I just have a few, and then and then in my cabinets, I have just all the things, um, you know, like shaper or shoes all my shoes and shapers and breast forms and jewelry and, you know, things that I've tried out, like, um, those, uh, those little sticky cup bras that you can pull together and make cleavage out of. I've got new bras. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Got a couple of those, Mm -hmm. um, uh, three wigs because I like to switch up every once in a while. There was, there was a time where, no, I have four wigs, but there was a time where I was like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to, do a little poll on Instagram and, and put all four hairs or hair pieces up and see, you know, see who li- like, which one people like the most. And then I'm going <laughs> to, st- yeah, yeah. and I'm going to stick with that. And that's going to be my Steph persona. And then I did it for like a month <laughs> and I was like, screw that, man. I love, I love like changing up all the time. So. Let me ask what, what is, what is your go-to outfit? I'm sure you have so many in your closet full of Steph clothes. What is your like, ooh, yes, this is me. Hmm. This is what I want to do right now. So I like, so one answer would be like a, for style, I love anything polka dot. Anything like ooh, okay. polka dot. Okay. And I, I love, I love the fifties pinup style. I've never really pulled off yes. the full, yes. the full fifth or the full pinup style, but I, I don't know. I've seen some of your photos. Yeah. Relax. I mean, you give yourself some credit. Okay. I try, Relax. You, you, you. but as, <laughs> as far as what I enjoy wearing the most, it would be sundresses. Like, I don't know what it is. Oh, They're so okay. light and airy and, and, uh, Oh, I forgot going back to going out one time. Um, this reminded me of it as Gwen and I were staying in San Francisco one time. And I brought, yes. I brought some stuff clothes and, uh, one early morning she went for a run and I got dressed. And when she came back, we walked you know, from our hotel to a coffee shop and I can, that, actually that's another euphoria answer that I just, or a story that I just thought of is yes. I can totally remember like the temperature outside, like how it made me like with the air coming up under my sundress and just, you know, like 
the feeling that I had of her and I just walking down the sidewalk. It was amazing. So, yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, sundresses. I, I don't know. Something about them. I guess living in, mm-hmm. living in Arizona helps <laughs> wearing a light, airy sundress. Yeah. I mean, yeah. A- every dress is a sundress. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> With that blaring heat. Yes. yes. Sure. It's very, very hot. Um, where do you shop, girl? What is why is your why is your closet so full? What store can we blame uh, because Steph's closet is packed with clothes? Well, it started started out mainly just um, like Ross, Marshalls, TJ Maxx, mm-hmm. things like that. Because you can mm-hmm. you can find anything, and they're fairly cheap too. And uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so started out with that, and then after COVID, I've just basically been a, an Amazon girl. Like that's all. I think of something and I'm like, Oh, I'm going to find that on Amazon. And so I find it and then I'll, I'll put it like in my Steph wish list. And then every once in a while, just, you know, if, if I need to get something, your wishes come true. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So if I need to, <laughs> if I need to get something else, like you know, anything for the house, I'll be like, so what, what else can I add from Steph's wish list and put in there and get something new, you know? And so mm-hmm. that's kind of, kind of my method or sometimes it's just like, yeah. Oh, and uh, another thing, that I uh, just did again the other day, but I haven't done in about two years is a stitch fix. I had trouble saying that. Ooh, for what's that? I don't know. So what it's that? one of those online stylus things. It's, it's kind of pricey, but that's probably why I didn't do it for two and a half years. But um, mm-hmm. you, uh, you go in and sign up and you <clears throat> tell them your style, things that you like, you know, just your basic profile and all that stuff. And then they, they match you a st- uh, with a stylist. And I, from the start, I told them exactly who I was because I was like, I just want to know, you know, what they, how they treat me. And they were so cool. Like they uh, wrote back and they're like, we're so happy that you want to be your, or that you're being yourself, your true self and just all kinds of kind words. And, and then they send you like five pieces and it could be anything like, like accessories or shoes or um, dresses or tops. It's anything. And so you get them in a box and then you try them on and whatever you don't like, you send back and then you only pay for what you keep. And so, um, Hmm. yeah, so some of my items came from there. And then, uh, this last time I did it, I actually kind of, I kind of gave them a challenge. I said, I, uh, I want to see what you can do as far as gender fluid style. Cause, cause that's difficult for me to know, you know, and I I just want to see what you come up with cause you're a stylist. And so yeah, yeah. I think they did a pretty good job. I mean, I, I think. Well, what did they find? Like, what what kind of clothes are we talking about? So it was. Um, or they stuff. they gave me two mm-hmm. pairs of two two pairs of pants. One was actually skinny jeans. One was some slim pants. So they I actually wore them to work the other day, and nobody noticed. Um, Ooh, yeah. Okay. And then a couple of blouses. One blouse was a little too lacy, so they didn't didn't hit the mark on that one. But the other one was just a gray and black striped shirt and it's shaped femininely, but you know, it, if I tucked it in, it, it kind of looks like a, like a boy shirt. So, mm-hmm. and then they, and then a bracelet and which I could wear any day also. And, uh, that was it. Yeah. That was the five items. So I didn't send anything back. I kept okay. them all, but Ooh, that's why your closet's full. Yeah. Yes, Cause you don't ever <laughs> give clothes back. <laughs> And this is called Stitch Fix? Yes. Is that what it yep. is? Yeah, I stumbled over fix. it a minute Sorry. ago. I couldn't say it. But. Stitch Fix. All right. No, we'll, 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 we'll uh, add that into the Discord. Cool. Um, so people will probably do that. Um, and speaking of the Discord, um, you've been on there for a, a while. A little over, what, 
Oh, wow. Uh, what's your experience for people who are listening and are like, oh, should I join that Discord? I don't know. I, I, don't know. What are your I love it. I, it's it's awesome. I mean, you can you can get as much of it as you want or you can stay away from it if you are busy. You know, it's like, but you could, when you come back, mm-hmm. you can catch up if you haven't been gone too long. But people are just chatting about everything. And there's, I mean, there's tons of support. Like, you know, you've got your different channels and, um, you know, there's a support channel, which I think is amazing for some people that are just either starting out or just coming out or there's, I don't know. It's just, I just, I was having so much fun with it. It's when it's, you know, I told, I kept telling Gwen stories like so-and-so said this and, and so-and-so said this, and it was really funny and blah, blah, blah. And, and finally I was just kind of like, yeah, I feel like I'm leaving her out. So I, I mentioned it, you know, <laughs> if you want, I could ask, I could ask around and see if, it's okay, but they, but Giselle always says on her podcast that anybody can join the discord, but I, you know, I, she was kind of reluctant. And so I said, you know, you would, you would be a unicorn on there. You'd be the first cis woman that I know of on there. Mm-hmm. And she's really good with people anyways. And so I, um, I think I wrote you and I wrote Billy and, um, and both, both of you were like, bring it. And so I, or however you said it. And I told, you know, I told her and she's like, okay, I'll do it. So she signed up and she's been having, she's on there more than me now. <laughs> she said, she is, she's taking your uh, raid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind at all. She's, she's having a good time and I like it cause it's, it's actually not that, not that we didn't have conversations anyways, but we're talking about it all the time now, you know, it's like, Oh, did you see, right. did you see what so-and-so put on there? <laughs> did you, or, mm-hmm. and, and you know, and she's already been reaching out to people that, you know, have written in the support channel about their spouses or something. And she'll, she'll write them. She'll write them and say, how can I help? So, I mean, she'll tell you more about that. Probably. Probably. Yeah. I'm probably going to get her to not stop talking. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you're, you're, you're stuck with her. So you're the one who knows with her and she cooks you amazing food and goes out and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I mean, I'm just so amazed that you even came on the Discord. We even do our video chats. And I was on that first one that I stayed over after work oh, yeah. to talk. You're like, this is my first one ever. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to sleep. Okay. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> just Steph's here. Let's talk. How was that? How was that showing up as a video? Because I know you you didn't want to be out, but like you were up in a video for the first time. I know. What was that like? It was cool. I just, I I was so nervous. Like I said, I, Gwen was the one that was, was nudging me. She's like, just do it. I mean, just go on there. And they're on there. They're still on there. Go on there. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And I, and I, I happened to be dressing that day anyway. So it, it helped me because I didn't want to go on there the yes. first time in boy mode. I wanted to, I wanted to go mm-hmm. on. At, I mean, I wanted to meet you as you've seen me basically on social media and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and, and someday maybe I will go on there, you know, not dressed up. But um, anyway, so I, I was like hovering over the button, like, should I do it? Should I do it? And then I just clicked it and saw you saw you all sitting there. And I was like, hey, <laughs> what's happening? They were like, oh, wait, we're like, who is this? Is that Steph? We're like, what? Is that Steph? And then we were all just going to like, well, fuck it. We're all just going to stay here. Yeah, I appreciate it. And then, yeah, then Gwen brought me a drink and hung out a little bit. So, yeah, it was cool. I liked it. Ugh. 
Yes, I love that she's your number one supporter, and I'm going to fucking harass the hell out of her because I love her so much <laughs> because she's nudging you. Because she kept saying, oh, well, Steph's real shy. Steph's real shy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know. Like, she's one of the more talkative people on here now. <laughs> like, I don't know. It, I don't know if it's brought you out of your shell, like being on the Discord or just being out more. Like, what can you, like, tell people to do to get to where you're at at this point? Because now you look at you, you're, like, all over the place. And I'm like, fuck, yes. You're on HRT. You're, like, I don't know. being your true self. Like, yes. I, I don't know. It's just been a... It's just been an evolution, you know, it's just, it's just kind of built on time, really just, just mm-hmm. doing, mm-hmm. just dressing. And I mean, the, I mean, listening to your podcast the last year and a half was amazing and made me think about a lot of things. Um, just getting on discord and talking to other people. And, and then, and then, like I said, like when I first decided to just go on social media, like fully public and not caring that's kind of i don't know it's kind of where why i'm where i'm at now i guess just all those things so yeah because if you told if you told me again like i'm a real shy person or if if grown was like oh no steph's really shy i was like where who is this steph is there another step out there look at you're out there you're, you're seeing trans lovely doctors you know who love who want to support you you're like I don't know where these people who that's why I don't like this idea of shame anymore, mm-hmm. especially in today's world with all these resources that if it's a shame thing, it's all on you then at this yeah. point, I think. And I don't think you have that anymore, Steph. I think you may have had it. Now you're like open. Now you're doing things. Yes, I agree. Yes. Yeah, I do. I, I, I do. I have come a long way. So I agree. Yes. And I'm here for it. We are all here for you, Steph. Thank you. Like, it's it's ridiculous. And now you're going to possibly come here with Gwen. Oh, if you come to California, bitch, look out. We are, oh, it's going to have, you're going to have an we'll be time. We'll be there right now. in November. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. We're going to take the time off. We're going to do this. We're gonna cool. Do this. Um, I want to save time for your sure. wonderful wife. Absolutely. So I'm going to end here because uh you know you're amazing and i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna get at her it's gonna be amazing it's gonna be fun. all right um but uh let me ask you that uh you know because we're gonna have you on the podcast again okay i don't know when because i'm um stuff but you know i answered asked the final question or okay. usually end of my interviews with the question of and i'm sure you don't have an answer to this because every time i ask people they're like well i didn't have an answer so i'm like you know what i asked uh, in a perfect world of uh cross-dressing sexuality and gender what does that look like to you Steph? okay so um I think I have an answer if it doesn't change what wrote it out. Yeah, okay, but, perfect. Um, perfect. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't I didn't want to rehearse anything. I just wanted to see if it'll flow, but like so yeah. so I'll I'll start with my my fantasy answer first and maybe tie it into reality, but I think we should all be born as genderless potato heads. And then <laughs> and then no Mr. Potato Heads here. Just yeah, genderless, genderless potato, potato heads. heads. And then once you become a certain age where, I mean, where you can decide things on your own, then you get to put the pieces on yourself, meaning like, mm. um, who you want to be, how you want to act. And it, it, you know, like a potato head, you put the pieces to show if it's a male or female. So you get to decide once you can decide, you know, what pieces you want on yourself. And, and in reality, mm. I, I, I mean, things like, you know, if, if everybody just stopped in society, if everybody just stopped gendering everything and just act the way you wanted, mm-hmm. you know, like, like people are obviously gendered clothes, hair, colors, um, cars, you know, mannerisms, everybody's got to mm-hmm. put a gender on it. But if you just, you know, you wanted to wear pink or you wanted to wear long hair or, 
I don't know. That's just, I just, I just wish society would stop gendering items and then maybe we wouldn't need to label ourselves as a certain gender. And that's, that's my answer. Yes. Yes. Um, thank you. I mean, I don't know what else to say to you, Seth. <laughs> thank you for being out. Thank you for being yourself. Thank you for coming onto the podcast, tell your story. Um, any, uh, shout outs to your Instagram handles or, um, you know, and if you want to be public about that, yeah, I don't mind. So I follow you or ask questions. I'm on, a, I'm on a lot of things, um, for different reasons. Um, but if you just, if you go to Instagram, which I'm on the most, it's uh, Steph, S-T-E-P-H underscore dresses underscore up. And then in my bio, I just recently put like a link tree um, link on there. So you could, if you clicked on that, you can find where I'm at everywhere. If you want to. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, yeah. Thank you. Any other things you want to say? Any like shout outs or any like recommendations if you want to tell other people to be on the podcast? What, your, what was your experience like for being on here? Because again... You were so shy a month ago. Yeah, I don't know who I, the shy person is. I don't know. I was I was still nervous when when I logged on, but I mean, you do your thing and you make people feel comfortable. And I, that's basically the last thing I want to say. I guess is that you created an awesome community and or a place for our community and environment with this and the Discord and and I, I'm sure you hear it all the time. But I just want you to know how much it means to me and everybody on there. You just you've got to. You've got a great thing going and, and you started it out, but I also, you know, say the same about your moderators too. They're all really cool and supportive people. Yeah. They're okay. They're all right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where I found them. They were just hand, they were just like, Hey, yeah, yeah, whatever. I probably just got, they were from goodwill. Whatever. I just got them, you know, they're like second hand. I was like, yeah, let me just find it. Yeah, these people are okay. Yeah. Let me have them as moderators. Yes. They are amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Ah, thank you. Thank you for saying all those what lovely things i apologize for any um time wasted not at on all the discord Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of time wasted on there people are like i'm trying to be productive at work and i keep being on the dis- discord and i'm like sorry <laughs> sorry it's not my fault there are decent people on there there was there's there's they're pretty good people right. out there so if anybody wants to join please do you stuff. should but it's awesome Steph, thank oh thank you Steph. thank you thank you Steph. uh so we're gonna have your wife on here a little bit uh but okay. uh yeah girl thank you so much uh i'm gonna harass her okay so. <laughs> oh well all right well i'll talk to you later uh let me talk to your wife i'm gonna stop this and then i'll record the next thing okay Thanks, girl. thank you all right love you Bye-bye. bye-bye and finally the miscellany yes and that was my curious convo with steph fredericks Steph was a delight to have on the podcast, and, well, it was just so great talking to her. I love that her and I have a lot of similarities from our, both our exes from hell, being named Jen, to being married to the best people ever, me to Kirsten, and Steph to Gwen, to even just having so much fun with, yeah, Billy. Shout out, Billy. <laughs> Billy's like, yeah, what are you talking about? Uh, but Steph was incredible and honest in my conversation with her, and I'm just so thankful to have her on the podcast to tell her story. Now, if you have your own story you want to tell, just like Steph here, well, you know what to do. Hit me up via email, Giselle at CrossYasPodcast.com. You can also catch us on our CrossYas Confidential Discord, which you can get on our website. So click on the link there. You can even find Steph there as well. And for next week, stay tuned, because I'm telling you, you won't want to miss Gwen, which she has her own Curious Convo, which I hope will spurn the interest of other significant others to come on the podcast, but... You're just going to have to wait till next week, so stay tuned for that. But that's all for this week. Remember, no one cares. So do whatever you want and wear whatever you want within reason. And let me know with whatever you need so I can help you succeed. And remember to tell others about this podcast, especially about Steph's story, 
and share it with as many people to get the word out. I love you and want to know that you're awesome, just like Steph. And until next time, keep it fresh, stay blessed, and remember, you're gorgeous. Again, guys, I'm not here to diagnose or treat anything. I'm just here to share my story. Have others come on the podcast to share their story to help you learn about the world of cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender a bit more.